Uh, so yeah, postmodernism or whatever the professor said on this episode, uh, no, many four minutes in people are like, you finally got to the title. Um, welcome to the new format. We'll keep you guessing. Um, so yeah, this podcast, we're talking about how postmodernism has influenced the evolution of channels and resources and how it's impacted both marketers and social media strategists. <laughs> so Actually, that's probably going to be the, the beginning of the show. So if you're listening to this, I edited out all the stuff you missed. There you go. <laughs> if you want it, message us. We'll add it. And, you know, maybe we'll put it on our Patreon page because we're on Patreon. Mm. Yeah, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash nerdbrand and giving $5. And it helps us buy, like, you know, new equipment and candies and candies and mm-hmm. candy. I- <laughs> I can't even fathom any more. My mom got me so much candy for Valentine's Day. I'm like, I didn't know. <laughs> you make me sick. Yeah, we like Reese's Cups and Snickers, just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, yeah, so what the heck is postmodernism? You want to read that one? Yeah, so postmodernism, I need to put on my sophisticated voice. Oh, here we go. Uh, is an intellectual and cultural movement characterized by skepticism skepticism toward uh, grand theories and ideologies in opposition to uh, epistemic <laughs> I'm just reading your note there, sorry. Uh, certainty and the stability of meaning. <laughs> I had to Google how to pronounce that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that one was right. Um, you know, I uh, it's just a fun word. Mm-hmm. Epist- ep- epistemic. You want to say epidemic, yeah. but it's epistemic. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, certainly the stability of me. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So I guess for me, postmodernism, I remember 2005 when it started, and that's about when Facebook began. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were told that, like, it's not believable, it doesn't exist until it's actually seen. And I was like, well, I, was, I, I always called that cynicism, but... It's almost like the Schrodinger's cat, you know? There's a cat in a box. Is the cat dead or is the cat alive? You don't know until you open the box. You don't even know if there's a cat until you open the box. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of along that psychology, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's not, there. there's no um, hard facts or um, everything's kind of spongy. There's no brick when it comes to certain things that you may believe or what you see. Like, if I say blue, you'll say, oh, yeah, it's kind of a green blue. You know, there's that. That's kind mm-hmm. of postmodernism where it's like it's the perception of the individual more yeah, than it is the it, actual. It's, it's like questioning the truth of something. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of can get very dangerous and has been dangerous and destructive in, in the sense that, you know, you look at way things are in society now. It's just kind of creeped into nihilism or nihilism, however you want to pronounce that one, mm-hmm. um, where there's just no rules at all, and it's just whatever you want to be, be. Anarchy! Yeah, <laughs> really, yeah, and it is. It, it's a part of that mentality of, like, I don't want any rules, so tell me what to do, I want to believe the way I want to believe, be what I want to be, and that's fine, but socially, for over 2,000 years, this is the way things have been. Mm-hmm. This is not an Americanism thing. This is a global society mm-hmm. thing, you know? Um, because when you look back at ancient Greece, like they dealt with, you know, these concepts then, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's always the knowledge has always been a thing uh, in philosophy and talking about and postmodernism is just a more modern version that started around 2005. Some say it ended in 2007. Uh, I still think it's around, obviously, when you look at our media today. Mm -hmm. Greeks is a good comparison though sorry i was just thinking about yeah. in my head like especially with the origination of theater yeah like dionysus is the god of entertainment pretty much and yeah like 
just that alone impacted and like look at where where we are now like marvel wouldn't be a thing if that wasn't something that was talked about back then like it's evolved into something that we now uh the inner form of entertainment it's um it's accommodating to us. Like it's on your screen. It's not something that you have to like go out of your house and like go to a movie or a, someone actually acting in front of you. It's just become a lot more convenient. Yeah. You just literally have to press on a button and uh, press something and then boom, like you got Netflix on or HBO max. It's just, yeah, that's a good comparison. Sorry. I just went, <laughs> that's how, that's how my inner thoughts go sometimes people. No, it, it, <laughs> mine, mine work scarily the same way. Um, you know, when you look back at like the discussions they had, um, uh, you know, there was Aristotle, right? Plato, Aristotle. I mean, these guys that would talk and, you know, philosophize basically, mm-hmm. uh, hedonistic, not hedonistic. <laughs> Uh, Hellenism. Thank mm-hmm. you. I, my brain is like, what? No, it's not hedonistic. That's <laughs> something else. That's rated X. No, Hellenism is uh, talking about. It's it's that age of knowledge and and stuff and mm-hmm. and talk and and so to me, this is like uh, it says. Uh, I'm going to read this sentence because it just made me laugh, <laughs> and I wish I could do an impression of Sylvester the cat. So for those listening, imagine that a technology platform, for instance, Facebook, embodies postmodernism values in facilitating multiple fragmented narratives, the proliferation of the irony of the pistache, of the prioritization of the personal expression over the objective truth. However, Facebook also has been criticized for power structures and homogenizing cultures. Sulfur and succotash. (laughs) See what I mean? (laughs) Hearing that actually being played out rather than you just telling me uh, over Slack. Uh, it made my day. Uh, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to do it in a way to Now spit. I'm going to do my Yosemite set. What tarnation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was just so many peas in that. And I was just like, what is going on? Oh, that's funny. Uh, but, you know, it's a it's a huge philosophy and, and um Social media has sort of exacerbated that, um, and I, and it's almost like some people will say it's a belief without guardrails. Like you said, it's almost chaotic or anarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look at let's look at evolution of social media from the start of this, like in the early days, the launch of sites like Six Degrees. Um, this is not something I'm familiar with. This is something you wrote, mm-hmm. Live Journal, 1999. Now I remember that mm-hmm. in MySpace 2003, marked the early days of social media. Mm-hmm. Now I don't remember Six Degrees. Uh, th- that was before. Me, that was a, a BM. <laughs> That's definitely, yeah. I mean, 97, I was, hmm, see, uh, 17 to 94, 20? Yeah, yeah. So I was not interested in anything. Like, cell phones still had the, like, you couldn't, like, if you wanted to send a text message, it is definitely brief because you're, you'd be all day going, like, yeah, five hours later. Yeah. Okay. Can you imagine just like, oh, that's that would be a great skit for SNL is just seeing like how easy it is to have a conversation via your phone now. Yeah. Like seeing like FaceTime and everything. And you're just seeing people frustrated as hell in the early 2000s or even like in the 90s whenever you had the flip phones and you're trying to text like we're having dinner with Tracy tonight and the gang. Are you in? Yeah. And then. The person on the other end just replies, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, because they're like, I don't want to type all this out. I'm, I'm too lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the uh, the beginning of it. So that was actually what I was talking about last time about Web 2.0, where you can start to write content to the internet. Because uh, the expansion of that was in Facebook in 2004 with YouTube. Uh, and that brought to an audience. So back in the 90s, in between 97 and that time, you could host video on a website, but it was a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. And it was very rare, but it was being done. Uh, YouTube was one of the first to do it, and this was this is when these came out. YouTube was not a part of Google at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came later, um, and I remember Facebook. I remember the Facebook. That's what I remember. That's how old I am. I remember the Facebook, mm-hmm. and then it just became Facebook, and it got cleaned up, changed, and everything. Uh, and then mobile. I remember, still remember working in an engineering office, and then some guy had a. Uh, it was an iPod Touch, and everybody was fascinated with it, and it was really neat. And then one engineer said, they're going to make that a phone. Two weeks later, there was the iPhone. Mm-hmm. We are like, <laughs> are you him? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes you can just see things coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I don't think that I saw coming was, like, uh, after Facebook, you know, you had Twitter and Instagram. They made sense. Mm-hmm. But that was, you had blogging occurring. Uh, from 97 all the way to, you know, Facebook era, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Microblogging is really what Facebook and Twitter are. So yeah. you're just kind of thought, 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 thought. And I think that's where this postmodernism and stuff gets amplified. Because maybe some thoughts shouldn't be said. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> just like the eruption of all of it. Like, because some people have their opinions on others who are like who comment on certain things that they shouldn't or if it's not very nice they'll they'll say it anyway or right if it's just simply someone you know like having a meal at denny's and right. they're like they've got to take a picture of their grand slam <laughs> so and, but people just criticize them like what and dub them as like a vain indiv- individual i'm like no like that's their version of uh, um looping in well, it's like the, show, like updating like what they're doing. The in their same life. people that would make fun of that, where they would say like, "Why would I be on Twitter tweeting about taking a dump?" or "Why would I be on mm-hmm. Facebook?" or do you know, like those jokey little off the cuff remarks? That age group now is actually more engaged on Facebook than yours. Yeah, the irony, mm-hmm. and and so there's more boomers on Facebook, and probably some Gen X. I suppose I haven't looked at Gen X numbers, mm-hmm. but. You know, Gen Z, which you are, mm-hmm. that's the TikTok generation, as we call it. And John's millennial, and they're kind of like floating in between technologies, I think, right now. Uh, there's about 79 million of yous, and there's about 80 million of Johns. And so that's about 100, and you, know, you can do the math and add that together, 160 million of the population. Now, if the United States has got a population of 400 million, you can do the math, pretty much work out what's about to happen as far as workforce thinking, ideologies, uh, all of this stuff mm-hmm. in relation to what we're talking about, like how that's, that's the shift mm-hmm. because that's the generations that are coming in and saying, this is how we think, how we believe and what we see. As you get older, that will change. You'll get like, you'll cool out on a lot of things that you didn't think you would because mm-hmm. we did. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the latchkey kids, you know, and the reason is because our parents, the boomers, didn't really like, they weren't really at home. 
they were at work, working late, or they just give a crap. And so we had our own key to the house at the age of 11, you know, so we'd get off the bus from middle school and let ourselves into the house. Yeah, I and, did the same thing, yeah, too. Since la- hence the word, la- you know, latchkey kids, but we also called Generation X, mm-hmm. which, you know, our stamp was, you know, MTV and VH1. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were the music video. <laughs> we apologize for Polly Shore, but other than that... <laughs> I wouldn't. I, love I don't know. <laughs> Munching on some grindage. I think you're to say, like, yeah. Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> Sorry. Your nostalgia was my uh, teenage years. Mm-hmm. Uh, live streaming, Periscope, Facebook Live. Like Then we went from like posting thoughts, posting images to live broadcasting in your hand in, in the, in the mid-aughts. And, you know... That that opened up, you you put in here immediacy to social media, but it also opened up to like, oh my God, that's happening now. Mm-hmm. And that satisfaction of getting it now and not waiting to read about it later or watch the nightly news. This is when I believe mainstream media went, uh-oh, mm-hmm. uh-oh. <laughs> also just mainstream media, too, like your just typical local news stations, too. It's just, in a way... It causes fatigue for me, kind of like how oh, ads yeah. do. I, you know, I don't even watch mainstream media anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in like, I, I believe in keeping an open mind, but not so open that your brain falls out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting both sides, even if the other side is ugly and you have a disdain, you should listen. They're coming from it from a for a reason. Now, after a while, there are some sides where you just. You know it's a turd. You don't need to listen to that. You just mm-hmm. know. Like, racism, I think it's pretty clear. That ain't something that you can look at and you can go like, okay, well, why do we have this culture? Whatever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking to a racist and hearing about why they're racist, like, that conversation for me is over pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so, because that you're diving into an ignorance. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I have a rule that ignorance is something that you know a truth of and you just refuse to accept it. Mm-hmm. Stupid is you don't know any better. <laughs> I can deal with stupid. Yeah. You just don't know. <laughs> stupid is, stupid does. Yeah. But the differentiation between those is lost on social media because social media is so, like you said, immediate. Mm-hmm. I am not saying, I, I, this, this show that you put together, bravo for you, Michaela. And for those listening, give her the credit for this mm-hmm. one. What is that word? <laughs> are, you ta- are you referring to number five? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to chuckle. I need to make sure I get all the chuckling out so I can pronounce it correctly. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, if, if, hem, bleh, sorry, ephemerality. Okay, there we go. It's hard to cough, because it's not a word that you use often, so I no. don't, I don't, I, I can be the thesaurus that does <laughs> the um, phonics. Yeah, well, I'm the guy that's kind of like, I never use those kinds of words, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, I let Mitch handle them, mm-hmm. uh, but now that we got you, I'm like, okay. But, well, I don't always throw out those kind of words, no, people. I don't. You're it's very just, much like Mitch is very philosophical. You're very matter of fact almost. You're not quite matter. I'm the matter of fact. You're kind of like in between me and Mitch. You're kind of like, well, well, let, me, let, me, let me land that a little bit softer and more tangible for you is kind of where you I, are. I legitimately look at myself as like a hybrid of the three of <laughs> yeah. you guys. <laughs> really? You, yeah, you really are. Um so this is where you have Snapchat 2011. So it does predate Periscope and, and Facebook Live. But, uh, you know, the funny thing about all these that I'm reading through them, 
up until number six here, because we'll get to that one in a minute. We'll talk about TikTok. Um, none of these really started out, uh, I guess, altruistic is the word, where it's like, oh, I'm going to do a good thing. Let's make oh, yeah, good. altruism. Like, yeah. yeah, Facebook was a riff of hot or not, you know, and was sort of like the Harvard school version of that. Mm -hmm. Is she hot or not? And uh, that later became a thing on the site. And then you have Snapchat, which is just that birthed out of like sexting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like these things were not meant really, in my opinion, ever to be like these like, oh, it's going to do social good. No, it was just a bunch of dudes that were like, you know, I'm going to send a pic of something that a woman never really wants to see. 90% of the time, anyway. I was, Unsolicited, too. Yeah, and that. Like, <laughs> what in the world? Because during this era, that was happening a mm -hmm. lot. And I was just like, what is wrong with you dudes? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even want to be seen with my shirt off, much less take a picture of that and send it. Mm -hmm. The confidence of some people, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even that. It's, uh, I don't even know, arrogance, I would say, more than confidence at that point. I, I was, uh, you know, around 2014, dated a girl. She was like, you know, I appreciate you. And I was like, well, why? And she's like, well, you never called me sweetheart or honey. Or so I looked at her and I was like, because you could probably clock me for it because I don't understand. I ain't, we ain't been together long enough for that. That's mm -hmm. kind of a thing that is intimate. Mm -hmm. You don't do that. And it's I, gradually something that you say over time, like once the layers are peeled back and you are exclusive. Yeah. yeah and you just kind of hope that something weird doesn't come up. That's all you hope for in mm -hmm. a relationship. But don't call her mom. Please don't do that. Oh, gee. <laughs> sorry. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. That would be the, yeah, I would never, and never call, like I would never would date a girl that would like refer to me as daddy. Cause I'd be like, no, no. I've seen the TikToks uh, of those though. Like a daughter with her dad and mm -hmm. her significant other. They're out eating somewhere and she's like can you pass the salt daddy <laughs> oh god i can't even say it it's just yeah it's just yeah <laughs> anyway speaking of tiktok 2016 is that when it started mm. it's tiktok because i mean it was i know it was bite dance mm -hmm. you know and then musically or maybe it was musically and then it was bite dance i don't know i'm blaming chat gbt <laughs> <laughs> on the historical accuracy of these. Get your um, stuff together, chat GPT. Yes, because I did uh, I did do that. Um, but 2016, like I don't think early. so, no, because 2016, like that's around the time that Vine was still kind of a thing, or right. it, it died around then because I was in high school when Vine was a thing. And yeah, well, I was Vine late. was six yeah. seconds. Yeah, I was late to the trend, and then it died before <laughs> I got into really any interest of it at all. Um, but... Uh, TikTok, I feel like, was something that was within the last, like, three years. It was, like, something that kind of happened during COVID, or maybe it was before COVID, but we were also yeah. distracted. I don't know. Yeah. But well, I know that it, it peaked at COVID because everybody had more time on their hands, and when you and it's short-form video content, mm -hmm. and that was the brilliant piece of it, but it also occupies all 100% of the screen as you're interacting with it, and it's just that continuous swiping up for new content. So it's a blend of the hot or not thing where you're kind of like tendering it mm -hmm. versus only in video. And so it's always, it, it feeds that what's next desire of not mm -hmm. missing out on what's next. Mm -hmm. And it plays into that. And that's why it's so addictive. It, there's the messaging that goes across these things. Um, the, from the, for the angle of the postmodernism, I think Instagram is probably the biggest offender because it portrayed a lifestyle that wasn't real. 
many of those people, just not how they live, which you mentioned in the last episode, be mm-hmm. real. Be real is the answer to that opposite of that, mm-hmm. the antithesis of that uh, Instagram-ish, like, look at this cool beach picture with my feet, mm-hmm. which, yeah, stop. It highlights <laughs> things that are going I don't want to say going well in your life, but like things that are to brag about. Yeah. For well, lack it's also of a better word. Superficial. It's not real. It's just, it's, it's made to like, we all have bad days, but if you look at some people on their Instagrams, like they must never have a bad day. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, you start to realize it's disingenuous and it's like a portfolio in a way. Like I noticed Mitch, he like his artwork, yeah. what he creates. That's, that's the theme that he has for his Instagram. Right. And some people are like that too, like chefs. That's uh, they have collages that they make of the food that they assemble mm-hmm. and, and make, and, and how they present it in a photograph to make it look appetizing and to show off their talent. But people like like me, and I'm I'm just as guilty of it. Like I just like to show my lifestyle, like people who are important to me, portraying that. Like that's what I make. That's kind of what my portfolio is. It's just showing like care. Yeah. Like the people that I love and highlighting them. Yeah. It's not always just selfies of me. And some people are like that too. Like maybe self love or just the way that you, you like the way that you're, you uh, present yourself yeah, to yeah. others. That's what your portfolio is for your Instagram account. Yeah. So I could see kind of like, like what's your intention mm-hmm. with that? Well, we're going to wrap up here because I think somebody else was going to come into the studio. So, uh, but yeah, you know, we're to check us out and find us and appreciate y'all listening. We want to thank our listeners for tuning into this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast. You can check out this episode and future ones at nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast or head to Apple Podcast or Spotify app and search for Nerd Brand and download and subscribe. We'll see you next week. And remember, keep your nerd brand strong. Nerd Brand.